1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account, $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: The State of Michigan has several nicknames: the Great Lakes State, Mitten State, Water Winter Wonderland. And lastly, the Wolverine State. But what happened to those Wolverines and why is it the state's nickname?
1: At some point. Someone declares the Michigan military force, the state militia, to be as fierce and as dangerous as Wolverine.
2: I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Last Saturday, for the second year in a row, the Michigan Wolverines football team won the Big Ten championship. And as head coach Jim Harbaugh and his team celebrated, I began to wonder, where did the animal that the team is named after go? Why is it our state's nickname? And most importantly, what even is a wolverine?
0: Wolverines are really cool. So, like, they're the largest animal in their family group, and they're very stocky. Um, They have these really short, powerful limbs. They, of course, have five toes on each paw. And the way they're built is their paws are very large in comparison to, like, their body size. When you look at them, you're like, whoa, those things are huge. Um, But they're made that way, or they are that way, so that they can actually walk on snow and not sink in so like when we walk you know we kind of like sink right in and go through kind of that hard surface when there's a lot of snow their paws actually work kind of as snowshoes so they're able and actually hunt better and are able to take down kind of some of those large animals like moose and deer um, when there's a lot of snow on the ground because they're able to move faster than some of those you know prey items.
2: That was the voice of Rebecca Boonenberg, the mammal supervisor for the Detroit Zoo, and according to Rebecca, the wolverine is the largest member of the weasel family. But even males typically don't grow heavier than the fifty-pound range. So how in the world do they take down a moose or a deer?
0: So they will hunt by themselves, which is also super cool that they can take down an animal like that just on their own. Um, but they do have an extremely crazy jaw strength and jaw bite. So. How they would hunt an animal is they would use that snow to their best ability. They find an animal that can't, you know, locomote as much in the snow. And then they're going to use their strength to actually jump. And they're not going to go for a leg or a tail. They actually go straight for the neck. And they bite down and then twist. And that usually, with the snow, makes the animal fall. And then they can go on from there.
2: The wolverine is this terrifying, aggressive, and dangerous animal, but if they're such adept hunters, what happened to them all? Why don't we see wolverines in the wolverine state anymore? Well, as Cody Norton, a bear specialist for the DNR, is about to explain, the idea we ever had wolverines here to begin with is a bit of a misconception.
3: I think a lot of people in Michigan kind of assume the same thing that that you did, that I did growing up, that we had wolverines in michigan and it's possible that we did kind of looking back through the records there are some fur trading accounts from the 17 and 1800s that kind of suggest that maybe wolverines were here there's also been some bones from wolverines found at a at at least a a few archaeological sites in michigan but all of that is it's really hard to determine if the wolverines were actually here or if their pelts or bones were just brought through Michigan. I guess what we do know is that uh, for sure wolverines haven't been here um, for at least the last 200 or so years.
2: Apparently the long-held belief that myself and many other Michiganders have about the state once being home to this vicious animal is wrong. In fact, Michigan, with its changing seasons, isn't even built for them.
3: You know, wolverines are known from being in sort of boreal habitat. So think like uh, northern Canada, uh, northern Russia, some of the Scandinavian countries, Alaska. They tend to be in more colder climates, which is which you would define as uh, the, the boreal forest in the northern hemisphere. They're also found at higher elevations. So you can look at parts of the Rocky Mountains, for example, and uh, you, you could find... Uh, wolverine in in places like Montana um, and other places out west with actually plenty of of large um, big game animals to prey on.
2: That was Dr. Cody Thompson, mammal collection manager and assistant research scientist at the University of Michigan. And he, along with everyone else I spoke to, said that in Michigan's long history, there has only ever been one confirmed wolverine in the state. Here's Cody Norton again to tell the tale.
3: Back in 2004, um, there was a a verified sighting of what turned out to be a female wolverine uh, in Huron County in the Thumb. Some coyote hunters that run, you know, run dogs for coyotes actually ended up somehow on that animal's track and they were able to get a biologist out there on snowmobile and and see the animal, you know, while it was running. He was able to take photos and confirm that, yes, this is a wolverine. And then I think eight or six years later, I think in 2010 in Sanilac County, That same individual was found dead by hikers floating in a beaver pond with no signs of trauma or anything else. We still really (laughs) don't know how it got here. The nearest established wolverine population to to the thumb would be almost 700 miles away up in Quebec.
2: So let's reset. With one exception, there has never been recorded evidence of this carnivore being in the state, yet Michigan is known as the Wolverine State. So I think the big unanswered question here is, not what happened to the Wolverine, but rather, why the Wolverine? Here is Cody Norton of the DNR again with one popular theory. The first competing hypothesis is
3: that during the height of the fur trade, we had a lot of French fur traders, especially in the well, in the Upper Peninsula as well as the Lower Peninsula. But those fur traders established a trading post for Native Americans, other trappers, and fur traders to come together and trade in Sault Ste. Marie on uh, the Eastern Upper Peninsula. And this was a basically a main hub for shipping furs from north and west of us. You know, they all came to this point in the Sioux and then were shipped out down the St. Lawrence Seaway to the Eastern U.S. So, and a significant portion of those furs coming through here were uh, Wolverine felt the first, you know, theory is that the people in the eastern U.S. that were receiving these furs, you know, they were all coming or being filtered through Michigan before they went farther
2: east. The Wolverine fur trade funneling through Michigan seems as plausible a theory as any to the nickname's origin, but it's not the only one. The final person I spoke to for today's episode is Charlie Shelton outreach interpreter for Huron-Clinton Metro Parks. And as he explains, Michiganders may have earned that nickname when they went to war with Ohio over Toledo.
1: So both states send military forces, the state militias, uh, to this disputed area, when they're kind of getting ready to potentially fight with each other, at some point, someone declares the Michigan military force, the state militia, to be as fierce and as dangerous as Wolverine. Now, of course, the Michigan side would say that the Ohioans in fear ran away and described their enemy as being these dangerous Wolverines. What we're not certain of is if the Michigan folks called themselves Wolverines, right? That we are fierce, or did our enemies say it? So this is the disagreement in some ways about where it came from.
2: He claims that the seeds of the nickname may have taken root then, but it didn't become widely known until the Civil War.
1: Now the story doesn't end there. And that is we now have this title given to us, this nickname of the Wolverines, and it stuck. But it didn't really stick too tightly until the American Civil War. During the American Civil War, we had lots and lots of volunteer soldiers from the state of Michigan, people who signed up purposely to go fight against the Confederacy. So one of those units was a cavalry unit, so a horseback unit, and that unit was the Michigan Brigade. Famously, during the Battle of Gettysburg, which lasted for several days, the um, Commander of the unit, who was George Custer, yelled out to his unit as encouragement, come on, you Wolverines. And from that time, that battle cry of come on, you Wolverines, we're going to go fight, really cemented in the minds of Michiganders and also the rest of the nation itself, that here are these fierce, incredibly strong, incredibly fast warriors that are represented by the Wolverine itself.
2: While the Wolverine may have never lived in Michigan, and likely never will. The idea that the nickname spawned due to Michigander's ferocity and courage is honestly both terrifying and awesome. So next time someone asks you, where are all the Wolverines? Tell them, take a look around. Thanks to Dr. Cody Thompson, Cody Norton, Rebecca Boonenberg, and Charlie Shelton for lending their expertise to this episode. And as always, this episode would not be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out wwjnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.